Blitzka is a guitarist for a rock band who stumbles upon the quiet Mufuyu in his normal napping spot at school. Mufuyu is holding a guitar and after seeing that Ritsuka can play it, he begs him to teach him. Ritsuka isn't interested in teaching anyone guitar, but Mufuyu is persistent and maybe even starting to grow on the rough-edged Ritsuka. Is Given the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. Were either of you like forced to be in band? No. In elementary school, we could be, we could do the choice of violin or you could be in like regular music class. And if you're in regular music class, you did recorder. I, so we had definitely the recorder classes, which were semi-mandatory. But then there was a period where like you like had to take a band class. Right. And so I took band and uh, I played the trombone, His, you know, famously played the trombone. You know me, I'm a trombonist. Right. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The only reason I was on trombone is because there were already too many kids who wanted to play the trumpet and the saxophone. That makes sense. Yeah, obvi. My our final for the recorder concert because there was like a concert at the end of it. We did "My Heart Will Go On" by Sleep. That's amazing. <laughs> I imagine it sounded exactly like that TikTok audio. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I was not. You know, that actually reminds me, because, like, we had, um, this was, like, a mandatory thing, another mandatory musical thing. There was a period, I think it was, like, third or fourth grade, where the entire school had to sing, Everywhere around the world, they're coming to America, that song. See, that was us for 9-11, but to the, I'm proud to be an American. Okay, so, like, the way that they did it for us was each grade had a different verse. But I guess, yeah, we were in the height of, like, patriotism, baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lauren, I'm not sure if I've ever told you. I've definitely said it on the pod before. But uh, when 9-11 happened, every instead of, uh, oh, not instead of, along with the Pledge of Allegiance, we listened to and sang I'm Proud to be American every single day of that year. Oh, my God. That's weird. I want to be clear. Lauren and I were both in school. I was in a rich Republican time, conservative and I school. I don't think either of us have that happen to us. No. Again. Ooh. That's that Orange County Mal- Malibu Laguna money yeah. school. Laguna Hills, baby. Well, speaking of singing songs at inappropriate times, hello and <laughs> welcome back to Kawhi Disappointment, the show where two lifelong weebs, PJ and Skylar, guide their non-weeb friend, Morin, through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment. This week, we are watching Given as we kick off Listener Month number two, Performance Month, where we are going to be covering anime that have to do with performance, whether musical or otherwise. Given, <laughs> well, you know, again, I did say as we uh, as we go through these uh, combined Listener Months, sometimes the, the, um, the themes are going to get a little bit more abstract because, you know, you want to fit in what you can. Uh, and we do have some musical uh, anime this month, but we also have ones that where they are performing other types of things. You know, there's music and then there's everything else. I mean, kind of. <laughs> That's kind of true, though, right? Like, 
honestly though there's music and then i mean comedy and improv and acting are so similar in bubbles but music is kind of its own thing you know no, there's like yeah there's there's music there's theater there's dance there's but theater and dance also kind of fill, fill into a similar venn diagram so does yeah. comedy and theater so does improv and theater like most other forms of performance really do fit into similar venn diagrams and then there's music so you know what i'm gonna stick to it i'm gonna stick with it i don't need your judgment and i want to say that given was recommended by our patron nene kilowa so thank you for the recommendation hell yeah thank you nene kilowa so uh with that lauren given tell me mm. what is that given you whoa i kept going <laughs> it's given <laughs> um there are definitely a lot of ways to interpret this title um uh, my mind immediately went to something being a, a given or something being guaranteed so i think this band is a sure thing they're destined for greatness and we're going to open with them playing to a sold out stadium on their world tour. And then we're going to flash back and we're going to see the beginnings of it. So I think this is a music and I think it's a band that are going to be making it big. Okay. It is a given that they are going to succeed. Uh, so tell me what you saw the poster. Were you positive of that? Uh, absolutely. I was. And I ended up picking the Beatles to <laughs> base everyone off of. So the blonde on the floor on the left here, we'll go left to right. So the blonde on the floor is your Ringo. He's just there for a good time. Like the long haired blonde? Yeah. The one on the floor with the, the bass. Yeah. I was like, they're all on the floor. He's that's fair. He's well not the drummer. That's anyway, true. the blonde lying prostate on the floor is the what? Lying prostrate? I thought you said prostate and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I didn't hit that second R. Anyway, that's Ringo. <laughs> With the face the guitar. best one. The best one. He is the best Beatle. He writes some of the songs, but they're definitely the quirkier ones. They're the more fun ones, like Octopus's Garden, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's Ringo. And then you have the redhead who's like gazing up onto the ceiling or maybe gazing into space. Up. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> so that's Paul. He is one of the creative powerhouses. He definitely kind of has like a stranglehold on the band, but it's really just because he knows what sounds good. And so he's really trying to get them to a place where he he thinks that the song is at its best. His songs are going to live forever. <laughs> that's your Hey Jude. Like, that's that's Paul. Uh, so really quick, I was going to say, oh, the, the most forgettable one, because I was like, who the fuck is Paul? And I was like, oh, Paul McCartney. I'm so used to hearing Paul McCartney. If you don't say his last name, I'm like, I don't know this man. That's weird, Skylar. <laughs> I know. It's George Harrison that's the most forgetful. No, I'm joking. Well, speaking of George, uh, the dark haired boy is George. <laughs> Because he is resentful of Paul's leadership on the band. He wants to express himself more freely. He's not as talented as Paul is, though. So he's not writing these crazy, like, songs that everyone knows. When they think of the band, they think of usually Paul and John's songs first. They don't really think of George's. And so he is feeling a little creatively stifled by his friend. The songs are good, though, because George wrote Here Comes the Sun. So, like, they're good songs. It's just when you hear the Beatles, that's not the first song you think of. And then we have the drummer, who is John. And he is another of the powerhouse songwriters. 
like clearly, right? He wrote across the universe and he and Paul get along really, really well. He is more chill. So he's able to like rein Paul in and be like, all right, let's like, let's like work together here. Right. (laughs) And their collaborations together on songs are the ones that are absolutely legendary. That's where you get help. That's where you will get, I want to hold your hand. Yesterday, love me do, get back, yellow submarine. Obla D, Obla Da, which is my favorite Beatles song of all time. (laughs) So this is the Beatles, but not the Beatles, probably. (laughs) And that's a given. It's the Scarabs. It's a given. Legally distinct. (laughs) It's given. Legally distinct. The Scarab Beatles. That's it. That's them. All right. So I'm super excited to see this documentary film on the Scarabs. (laughs) Part of the uh, French invasion of the 1960s. There you go. See? You you know exactly what this is exactly. about then. Well, all right. Well, I I am excited to see. I mean, I'm going to make the joke all day, but I'm excited to see how much of a given that uh, answer is going to be. Uh, uh-huh. So why don't we figure it out by watching episodes one and two of Given. And we're going to do that and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. All right, we're back. We have Lauren Watch Episodes 1 and 2 of Given. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? I was very off about the whole Beatles thing. I'm just going to come out and own that. Um, But you can tell this series is a love letter to like songwriters and people who've been in bands and just like music in general with how much care is taken in the depiction of music and how it's created. Right. Yeah. And love letter in a lot of other ways. But we're going to talk about that in just a minute as we come back, (laughs) uh, as we quickly go through our context. So, Given is based on the manga by Natsuki Kizu uh, that was in Sherry Plus magazine and ran from April 2013 to March of 2023 uh, with eight total volumes. The anime was directed by Hikaru Yamaguchi and was done by Studio Lerche for Fuji TV and ran from July to September of 2019 for 11 episodes. There is also a film that released in August of 2020 that is done by the same team that serves as a sequel to the series uh, and an OVA called Given on the other hand that released in December of 2021. There is also a live stage play that released in November of 2021, uh, a live action drama directed by Koichiro Miki that ran from July to August of 2021 uh, for six episodes and an audio drama that preceded all of that that began in 2016 and ran through 2020. As always, as we love to do on the podcast on our audio medium is talk about some of the visuals and we are going to quickly decide between us who is a better representation of the cast, the live action drama or the stage play. All right. So first, here we have the cast of the live action drama. And I'm here, sorry, who's who? Exactly. But here's the cast of the stage play. Oh my play. God. Okay. Oh, it's so perfect. The drummer is so, the drummer wow. and the bass player perfect they're all perfect yeah the stage play really just fucking beat the fuck out of the drama the drama is like the weirdest casting in my opinion who is who yeah i mean this i mean it's obvious to tell who's who in a way but like it's only because like hairstyles aside from the hairstyles it's terrible casting like imo it might be a good show don't get me wrong they might act amazing but like the casting for the stage play is chef's kiss 
Mm-hmm. A Agreed. chef's kiss. Well, that said, that is the end of our context. We're going to quickly break down episodes one and two. Ritsuka Uniyama meets Mafuyu Sato one day in his normal napping spot. Ritsuka ends up fixing Mafuyu's guitar, which leads to Mafuyu pestering Ritsuka to teach him guitar over and over. Ritsuka declines over and over, but somehow after seeing how passionate Mafuyu is about learning guitar, Ritsuka starts to remember how he felt when he first started playing music. Ritsuka introduces Mafuyu to his other bandmates, Haruki Nakayama and Aki. Kihiko Kaiji. After some convincing from the other two, Ritsuka finally agrees to teach Mafuyu how to play guitar. Mafuyu is so excited about playing guitar for the first time that he cannot hide his excitement. One day, Haruki and Akihiko tell Mafuyu the most important part about playing music, which is making money. So they encourage him to get a part-time job. Later at school, Mafuyu reveals he has a song stuck in his head, and after singing it, Ritsuka is blown away and asks Mafuyu to join their band, and that's episodes one and two of Given. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, this is an old meme. This is an old meme. But when it was in the beginning and he was like, you know, I strummed the guitar and I was strumming on his heart strings. I was like, gay. <laughs> <laughs> the whale. I mean, the, the seal. The seal, the yes. Thing, I love that. I used to use that gif on Tumblr 24-7. Oh, God. <laughs> that, I instantly pictured that. I was like, gay. <laughs> yeah, these little gay boys. <laughs> Always. We love the gays we here. Love Being part of little, the gays. We love BLs here on the so. Quiet Swimming Podcast. <laughs> I need to bring it up that I'm going to throw over to PJ, but we need to talk about how on the spectrum you know who is. Uh, oh, do you know who? Do you know who? I listen, I just forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> you know who Voldemort? How Voldemort's on the spectrum, spectrum Voldemort is? I don't know how on the spectrum Voldemort is. Uh, are you talking about Mafia Yusato? Sato. Uh, yes. So all throughout Romance Month, you know, I talked a lot about characters with autism. I've been talking about characters with autism a lot lately. You know, I've, I, I like see the signs the in a lot of our characters. Um, you know, signs of autism spectrum disorder. Uh, throughout characters, you know, I feel like a lot of people in Japan probably have it, especially a lot of mangaka, and that's why they kind of self-insert a little bit through those characters, or at least through friends that they see with those uh, with autism spectrum. Disorder. Disorder. But wow, oh wow, have we not seen an autistic character quite like Sato? This character Oof. is autistic. And I kind of love to see it, you know, I will say. Um, and I mean, I can't speak to everyone's experience, but, uh, you know, the queer autistic representation isn't great in media until pretty recently. It is a story about, you know, queer love, but it's really also about uh, Sato kind of having to learn to be a part of the society. He's very autistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the point where, because we had like made it, like made the joke, we're like added to the list, like we made it. And as time went by, we were like, oh, wow, actually. Actually, like, this is not a joke. And I typed in into Google, is Sato from Given? And then Google finished it saying autistic. And I was like, okay, so it's not just us. It's not just us. And then we found a list of autistic anime characters. But I will say a lot of them were actual robots. Yeah, or clones, I, or and like, I disagree oh. with some. Someone said Violet Evergarden, and, or Violet from Violet Evergarden, and I disagree. I think she's just a traumatized war child. Yeah, and similar, like some people said, like Ray from 
Ava, who is, yeah, we don't have to get into spoilers for these other anime, but I will say, like, out of all of them, I was like, Sasato is super autistic. A lot of these other ones are robots and stuff. Right. Uh, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, right, like, autistic people, especially like, the more autistic on the spectrum you are, yeah, will like be sort of looking at you as kind of like, yeah, I mean, nonverbal, like, quote-unquote, like, savants and stuff, like, people who, like, like, people, you know, really do, like, look at them as, like, robots and machines and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, so that's not too surprising, but, yeah, Sato is autistic. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. much so. But he's so sweet, too. Yeah, well... <laughs> Just because you're autistic doesn't mean you can't be sweet. No, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a fucking PJ. barrel of honey. He's sugary sweet. He's honey. <laughs> but you know, it's PJ. There, There is the the hole that some media falls into where autistic characters are just almost a little grating where they're not, I don't know, they're just not handled super well. But he is very sweet. He's just there and he's adorable. And you just want to like wrap him up in a little blanket and never let him get out of the house. <laughs> so I cannot separate this TikTok that's in my head right now that like made me laugh so fucking hard. And it was this like girl who was trying to find something in Home Depot. And she asked, uh, you know, one of the workers and he was so specific about what it, like what aisle it was, where it was, you know, how to get there. And she's like, there's no way like a normal person could remember this. She came back to him and she's like, it was exactly where he said, are you... Do you got the tism? And he said, yes, I am autistic. And she's like, wow, man, that was like impressive. Don't ever change. He's like, I can't change. This is how I am. (laughs) Good for you. Don't ever change. (laughs) He's like, I can't. I I literally can't. Um, he is a low-key a savant at what he does and you know he but he's also still just a person with wants and needs and feelings and you know it's it's really nice Mm -hmm. i agree yeah i really like him i love how he was like you know your guitar isn't broken forever you can fix it just take it somewhere to have it fixed and then they sat there for a second then he brings out his tools he's like fine i'll fix it like (laughs) he just feels so guilty is already so protective of him i do love like an exasperated like ah you're pulling but you're yanking my arm i guess i have to do this for you and like literally there was like nothing (laughs) that prompted he wasn't saying anything yeah it was just they were just hanging out and then he was like oh fine (laughs) don't look at me like that i'll do it i like that his like first motivation is to get his nap spot back yeah (laughs) i love that he has a nap spot can we talk Hell about yeah. that? He's in school in the middle of class and he's like, I gotta go take a nap. I think it was lunch break, actually. Was it lunch break? Yeah. Well, he still's got a nap spot and that's honestly, that's good for you. Yeah, I wish he's I had got a nap spot. I wish I had a nap spot too. I think we nap have spots. beds. No, when you're at work. We do have companies. That's oh. against the company policy. Maybe your company. I was gonna say, because when I worked at the casino, Lauren, we had a nap room. See? See? Well, it's also open 24 hours. Anyway, we should all get nap spots. Nap spots. Nap spots. Nap spots. Spider-free nap spots. (laughs) I liked all the members of the band, too. Oh, my God. Yes. I love them so much. I love the way they talk to them. Each other. Yeah. I really like their relationship that they have with each other. And I like, I mean, we didn't really get to listen to a lot of their music, but the the song that they played was good, too. I love it. Yeah. They were just having such a fucking good time jamming out. 
such a good time. And I do like that they both pointed out how, uh, you know, how do you say his name? Yui Noya Yama. U- Ue Yonama. Uye. Oh, <laughs> Ue Noyama. Uh, like how excited. You can just say Ritsuka, Skylar. Yeah, I'll say Ritsuka. Um, I'll just try, you guys. Or I love how they're like, it was great. We saw you to Ritsuka loving music again because like his passion was just kind of like burnt out and like gone. He was a little bored. And with this boy that he slowly uh, strum in heartstrings with, <laughs> he's like, I got to <laughs> I got to impress. I feel alive again. But speaking of the the other bandmates, a they're both very attractive, very but hot. not Kaji specifically. I think it's very, very, Listen, very hot. We all should talk about Kaji. Kaji is so fucking hot, and I'm in love with him. <laughs> He's I'm fine. Ha- I'm happy you brought this up, PJ, because I've been waiting a fucking minute to talk about it. It's like that person in shows where they're like, oh, I have a list, and they roll it out, and it just like rolls on the floor. Yeah, no. Akihiko is so hot. He's got the look. He's got the piercings. He's got um, the attitude. The attitude. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. Same. I'm also <laughs> and I mean, a Don't big get me wrong, fan. again, because Haruki is also like really attractive. His personality also is really attractive. He's so silly. He's yeah, a little he's silly guy. Very fun. He's a little and, silly you know, man. He's got his shit together. Um, he's a grad student. Like, he's a smart boy. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Also, I love how many jobs Kaji has. <laughs> yeah. I, well, yeah. Akihiko is like constantly doing different jobs. I like when mm-hmm. uh, Oniyama is like, why do you take me to some of those? He's like, dude, you're in high school. Right. Sometimes seriously. I'm working when you're in school. <laughs> <laughs> I love him and his I little security uniform. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so hot in that security uniform. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I missed out on so much, I guess, by. <laughs> Being, just being like, there's, asexual. There's the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I miss out so much for being asexual. <laughs> I'm happy for you guys, though. Um, now I'm thinking of this other like uh, meme picture we saw of this guy who, uh, this anime guy that looks like horrified and shocked, and the cap it's captioned um, when my therapist diagnoses me with autism and not like being a silly goofy guy. <laughs> You know, Sato's kind of a silly, goofy guy, but right? like very autistic. No, um, you know, he he just like it's so hard to talk about it without just continuing to be like, yeah, you know, he acts very autistically, but like, you know, he, he do be doing that. He though. do be doing that. Obviously, there's a lot of mystery with him right now, right? At this point in the story, yeah. you yeah. know that he has this guitar that mm-hmm. he holds on to very closely. It's very clearly very important to him. Yeah, you mm-hmm. as an audience member, one watching episode one and two, still don't know why he has this guitar because he clearly doesn't know how to play, doesn't know how to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he, and he doesn't have a dad. We well, yeah, know he doesn't have a dad. <laughs> yeah, he has a repeat dream, and he he's not lonely. He talks about yeah. how he's not lonely in the dream, and I was like, that's so sad. And then it skips yeah. to school, and I was like, no, but no, but what's his life like? Wait, is <laughs> Why he, is he the lonely? one that doesn't have the dog? Which one has a dog? Well, I mean, Uniyama's dog is the one that we see throughout okay, everything. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Right? I don't remember Probably. a dog. I think you- What? What? <laughs> Yeah, Lauren, one of them has a really fucking cute, like, Pomeranian dog. Oh, 
I do remember the dog now. Okay. I was picturing <laughs> a big dog. Sorry. <laughs> the Pomeranian is really cute. No, it is Sato's. It is Sato's. Okay, good. He's got, okay, so he's got a guitar. He's got no dad. And he's got a dog. Yeah, we don't puppy. necessarily yet know if he even has a mom. I'm assuming he does, right, at this point. He um, has a, well, maybe. Right, maybe. Who knows? Maybe he's a, he's a dead parent, live alone kind of kid. And he, yeah, because he's, you know, so autistic. He doesn't, he didn't know what to do after his parents passed. And so he's just been living on his own and taking care of himself because he's like, well, this is how I have to live. And it's like, buddy, no. Konnichiwa, my fellow weebs. Welcome to Performance Month, where we cover some of the anime you've recommended that have to do with the art of performance. We are excited to be back on another Listener Recommended Month and to keep doing these. If you'd like to recommend us an anime, use our episode recommendation form, which can be found on our website across the top, or our Beacons page, both of which are linked in the show notes. If you're craving more Kawhi Disappointment, then check out our Patreon. Hours and hours of bonus content are available immediately for just $3 a month, and more is always on the way, along with exclusive polls, Q&As, and goodies at our higher tiers. March is set to have some great content like our reduced redo of Ramna One Half and more. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. Find us on Patreon by searching for Kawaii Disappointment or by going to patreon.com slash kawaiidesupod. A special shout out to our wonderful patrons. Starting off with our eternal Desu patrons, our $8 tier, the truly incomparable Alex J, and the astounding Ruby Cyclone. They're not alone though, as we also have our amazing super Desu patrons, our $5 tier, Nene Killua, Magical Girl Charlotte, Jellums, and if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the Pirates don't eat the tourists. And last but certainly not least, we have our Kawaii Desu patrons are three dollar tier: Eliza L, Albany G, Aubrey Z, and Nymphomercial. You're all pretty Kawaii Desu in my book. If you're looking for other ways to support the podcast, you could shop at Right Stuff, which has a huge collection of anime, manga, and figures, or get yourself a super cute monthly Japanese box from So Kawaii. And if you use our affiliate links, a portion of your purchase kicks back to us. You can find those affiliate links on our websites or Beacons page, which can both be found in the show notes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at KawaiiDesupod, or go to KawaiiDesupod.com for links to those socials as well as all of our episodes. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P od.com spread the word about us and if you feel so inclined leave a review on itunes rate us five stars on spotify or wherever you listen to us it really does help we will see you all again next week as we continue through performance month with showa genroku rakugo shinju now back to the podcast But, you know, like, obviously, we kind of start off with, you know, he has this guitar um, that, again, he doesn't know how to play, doesn't know how to take care of. So it kind of gives you a lot of mystery. Like, well, how did he even end up with this guitar? Like, whose guitar is this? It's clearly very important to him, but he doesn't know how to play it. You know, the string's broken and he doesn't even know that it can be fixed. Like, when Riska's like, oh, yeah, we can fix it. He's like, you can fix it? Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, it's yeah. it's very, it's like one of the first times he, like, kind of lights up. Yeah. Right. Um, and then same thing when he hears the guitar. But I mean, he like doesn't know a lot of things. Like when he's like, yeah, the band. He's like, what's a band? Yeah. 
it is a little kind of concerning because they're not concerning, but it like it is a little interesting that he just doesn't know like some basic stuff. And it's just like, have you been so deprived of like music, which is really heartbreaking for me, but also potentially good storytelling, not potentially, but also fun storytelling. There's definitely a gap in his knowledge, but it clearly still speaks to him. Because he has this song that he's been listening to, quote unquote, in his head that he sings at the end of episode two. And he was like, do you want to be in our band? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love how impulsive Uneyama is. In the sense of um, just like doing things. I mean, yeah, because he's sitting there. He went to his nap spot. He can't get it. He's like, you can fix it. Okay, fine. I'll fix it for you. (laughs) And then, you know. He, he's like, do you want to come to one of our jam sessions, even without checking with the other guys? And then later in episode two, he's like, do you want to be in our band again without checking with the other guys? Right. He's just, he's just, he's just going with his gut. He's just going with his gut. He's just in the <laughs> moment. And he's just, he's, he's living his life. Living his truth. Living his truth. His gay truth. His Ooh. little gay truth. Because literally all of these characters are so fucking gay. For so each other, too. Gay. I do like, like that um, out of everyone's part-time jobs, Haruki is like a hair model. Yeah. Yes, that's so fun. What a cute little detail. But he has gorgeous hair. And I also like that moment when Akihiko's like, your hair is really beautiful. I was like, ooh. 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 Haruki is like, ooh. He's blushing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, again, all these characters are so fucking gay, and I love it. So gay. 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 You know, we've talked, Skylar and I talked a lot during Romance with about how we, like, are, like, slap each other in the face. It's just, this is too cute. This is so cute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. Yeah. We put Where pillows in between the us. The moment from these episodes on WhatsApp is when he's like, I wasn't just strumming guitar strings. I was strumming his heartstrings. Heartstrings. <laughs> Literally, I was like, okay, here we go. Because, I mean, you don't necessarily have any implications this is going to be a boy love until right. that no, moment. Not from the right. outside, right? You're just like, okay, this is going to be about a band. And then it hits you with boy love within the first, like, two minutes. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, this is going to be gay. And then you're just, <laughs> oh, like, in for the gay. ride. <laughs> that happened to me with a book recently. I was like, oh, this is gay. And I got, oh, like, so much more into it. <laughs> I love that you love the gays, Lauren. True ally. <laughs> I love the gays. I'm Lauren's so in the LGBTQIA+. Plus. No, That's what I the know, A I know. is. Yeah. Uh, you star. are the A. <laughs> and we're the plus. <laughs> uh, yeah. There you go. Hee-hee. <laughs> Not hee-hee. Bad Skylar. <laughs> it was a sad hee-hee. It wasn't a cute hee-hee. <laughs> But yeah, I also like that, like, all of, you know, Uniyama's friends are very, like, oh, you're hanging out with that autistic kid. <laughs> they are, no. like, oh, so, like, are you guys friends now? Or, like, you guys are getting really close. But then, like, the female friend is, like, but, like, are you guys more than friends? Like, what's happening here? Right. Something I love in this Anthem you know, uh, you know, our, our two recent BLs is that none of the friends are, like, dude, are you fucking gay? They're just, like... Okay. So you hidden that or like what's happening here? <laughs> so like what's up? Are you together? Together, together. We love inclusivity. Yeah. And not just that, they're band members too. I love how they're like, ooh, we get to be cool in front of this child. I did like that when they're like, oh, of course you can stay and watch us play. And then he's like, oh, we're not that good. And they're like, shit, we aren't that good. And the longer that we sit here, he's going to think that we're amazing. His but expectations like, are building. Yeah. But hey, they are actually really good. 
So good. Um, And B, it also helps that, like, Uniyama's like, I'm going to impress this little gay boy. Gay boy. (laughs) It's like the second he starts playing guitar, even the bandmates are like, okay, where was this skill a minute ago? Yeah, fucking seriously. (laughs) They're like, someone's trying to show off. Mm. But he, like, was, and it's cute. (laughs) And it worked. And it worked. I also really like the moment when like they're heading there, right? And Sato is like following him and he just keeps being like, puppy. Stop following me. And then he'll like slowly <laughs> somebody. But then the part where he like tries to hide, but he hides behind like the skinniest pole. With his huge ass guitar still too. <laughs> so, visible. so visible. And he's like, fucking fine, come along. He's like a little lost puppy. That's what his bandmates call him too. They're like, who's this little puppy? Who's the puppy? And can I say they talk about like how they need money for like studio time. I don't know why they feel like the need to practice in a studio. I don't mm. either. I'm like, listen, I know they're that they're just like- practicing and like they're definitely pay- like, you know, they're they're in a studio, like, you know. Yeah. And like that has I mean, to be costing them money, but they're not say, recording but, anything. But there's a lot of like noise laws and stuff, so it's probably like a good way to contain all the noise without, you know, getting police called on them and stuff. That's true. It's like Big Bear. What does that mean? What do you say? Say more words. In, oh, in, <laughs> in Northern California, Big Bear, not only are some parts of it like a dry county, so like you can't get alcohol, there's like very strict noise laws where like after eight o'clock, you cannot like have any loud music or um, noises and stuff. I was trying to find like an Airbnb out there and they're like literally, if you make too much noise after eight o'clock and it's like, uh, ridiculous what they consider too much noise um the police will be called and you will not uh you will like be fined a lot of money yikes well that's yep. fucking lame fuck big bear <laughs> i know that's why i was like maybe we won't go and it's kind of scary to get to like yeah, I, I like never want to drive to a mountain again lauren was there <laughs> i thought i was gonna die god he did sorry it's not funny it is funny it's very (laughs) funny but like i literally was like this is it this is it you also had similar moments like that in germany very briefly because there we were on like that one weird cliff that was super super we shouldn't be driving on cliffs this is my hot take People shouldn't be driving on cliffs. They shouldn't be on cliffs. If mountains were meant to be on, they would be easy to be on. Okay? <laughs> like, humanity Put was never railings. made to be on the mountains. And we are spitting in God's face. I'm not even, I don't even believe in God. And I think we are spitting in God's face every time we go to the top of a mountain. Um. Yeah, when we were in Germany, the top of the mountain part was so foggy, Lauren. It looked very Silent Hill. I know you won't get that reference, but other people might. Um, And there was no <laughs> railing. So if you were over a little too much, you could fall off the cliff. Goodness. I'm used to the mountains, though. Yeah, mountain. We were madam. never meant mountain. to face the mountains. Mountain, Madam Lauren. That's my theme song. <laughs> we were meant to be on solid ground, and that's it. Mountains are solid ground. Too. No, they're slanted ground. Slat. Flat no solid ground. ground. Even just go- walking up a hill is too much for us societally. Cancel <laughs> San Francisco. Solid. San Francisco shouldn't be allowed. If I trip while walking to my car, I shouldn't be rolling down for 12 miles and die. 
your city shouldn't naturally be translatable into a Sonic the Hedgehog map. Like, that shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> uh, honestly, even skating down that, like, on a scooter or something sounds, like, really scary. There are, there are similar-ish hills in San Pedro, and yep. biking down them was always so... I was like, this is a freeing, amazing experience, but I will probably die at one point during doing this. Right. And then you got hit by that car not going down a hill. It was a small hill. And that's why I said any hill is too much of a hill. And that's a hill I'm willing to die on. <laughs> run it up there. No, don't run, run up hills. Up it's so dangerous. Oh, my goodness. Uh, running you up hills is fine. Running down hills can be very dangerous. It's so dangerous. Yeah. What are you saying? You know what? Oh, well, this has been enough hill talk. Uh, our new podcast, Hill Talk. Silent Hills Talk. Uh, let's talk about Give It. <laughs> It's Something given. that I wanted to talk about is uh, the like subtitle for Given, because I'm sure okay. that you guys saw it. at every point when um, you see Given, like in the title cards or in the end cards, which is Given, I can't say goodbye. I'm still drifting with your echoes. That's depressing as hell. I thought that was the name of an episode. No, the episodes. What well, I mean, we'll get back to this, I guess. The episodes are all named after uh, British rock songs. So, you know, episode one was Boys in the Band. Oh. Uh, by the Libertines. Then, like, second one was, uh, like, Someone in Love. Then there's Somebody Else. Uh, another song. We have Fluorescent Adolescence by the Arctic Monkeys. We have The Reason by Hoobastank. We have Creep by Radiohead. Tumbling Dice by the Rolling Stones. Time is Running Out by Muse. Uh, A Winter Story, I do not know by who. Uh, Wonder Wall by Oasis. And then Song 2 uh, by Blur. Mm. Those are the name of all the episodes. And they are all, you know, again, songs by British rock bands. Right. Hell yeah. And some of those are great. Honestly, this would be a great playlist. That would be yeah. a really great playlist. I might put that together, actually, after <laughs> this is over. But yeah, so no, that is not the name of the episodes. Uh, it's just like the tagline for the show, but I think it's also a lyric from like the big, I think it's, you know, the lyric from like the song, like the right. song that's in his head. I think that's really cute. I think it's really clever. Um, I think it's very sh- foreshadowing of potentially what happens amongst these relationships. Jesus. Well, I mean, yeah, we don't know anything about anyone at this point. We don't know a ton about everyone's past. We just know like snippets of every character. Yeah. So there's still a lot to unpack. I was going to say, with everybody. I feel like, like as much as we saw in these first two episodes, we didn't like learn a whole lot. Yeah. We know that Akihito works a lot. Uh, Akihiko works a lot of part-time jobs and is hot. We know that Haruki <laughs> is a grad student, works as a hair model and is hot. We know that uh, Sato is autistic and has a dog and is adorable. And we know that Unayama is a napper and has a sister and is adorable. And that they're all gay. (laughs) And that everyone's gay. gay. I mean, everyone's all a little gay. It's true. It's true. Everyone's somewhere on the spectrum. Any straight man. As you should. Yeah. (laughs) End of sentence. No other qualifiers needed. No, no, no. I'll just fight any straight man. (laughs) Do it. They're going to cry about it. See, the reason, though, is because they don't exist. That's why it's (laughs) a straight arranger. (laughs) You bet it is. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> but you know, while we're fighting, we're going to need some really good fighting music. So let's talk about the music Uh-oh. for Given. So the music for Hell Given yeah. is done by Michiru and uh, Santa Millennial. So Santa Millennial more so does like the song songs and Michiru does uh, some of the songs, but also just more of the music. But they collaborate a lot. So we'll the say score. it's Michiru and Santa Millennial. So what did you guys think of the music for Given? Oh my God. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's really Given. <laughs> great music <laughs> uh no but it, it's really great and i feel like and i'm talking about just the score right now i think it, it doesn't take like it's not distracting in a show like this where it's about music it can become like pretty distracting i've seen it happen in other kind of like music theme shows so i'm really happy on that on that side of it it's really good yeah i completely agree I thought it was underscored really, really well. It didn't take away from the show, the characters, or the music that the characters were writing. I thought it was a really good compliment. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a phenomenal score. Again, like you said, it doesn't take away from the music, but also, obviously, the music is part of the score here as well, and it's it's very well done overall. It's very solid, and I mean, speaking of that, like, British alternative rock kind of uh, sensibility that we see in the naming scheme, it's also clearly a big influence on the music that we have here in this anime. Right. Mm-hmm. But let's also talk about the music proper as we talk about our OP and our ED. So our OP is Kizuato by Senta Millennial. Lauren, what did you think of that OP? I thought this was really great. From the beginning to the end, I was hooked with the song. And visually, it was all fluid. And it just, ugh, it flowed really well. The build was incredible. No, I completely agree. It's so, it's so fun. It's very classic sounding. It's like that, um, not quite 2010s, but like, you know, kind of like 2005, 2007 kind of era of music. Yeah. Like, I definitely would be listening to this song in high school and now, but like, especially in high school. Yeah, and I just think it's a phenomenal OP in general. I mean, the visuals mm-hmm. are um are pretty simple right it's we see like kind of the characters going through their daily lives uh we see some characters we haven't met yet um some maybe you know some things that are maybe foreshadowing but nothing spoilery which i do always love love to have a non-spoiler op um and then it obviously ends with them performing and you also really kind of get to see how how sato is as like a, a as the lead singer of the band like it's a completely different person like he looks like very childish and reserved and closed in his little cardigan throughout the anime but like when he's performing he looks like a hot adult man (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
And, you know, it's kind of nice to get to start to see, again, you see so much of what's to come, but nothing that's ruined for you. And I think it's just a really good OP visually and musically. And I, uh, you know, it's going straight into the playlist. Oh, yeah, straight definitely. onto the playlist. Uh, all right. So let's talk about our outro, which is Marutsuke by Santa Millennial. What did you think of that outro, Lauren? I thought it was so sweet. I do have a lot about the dog in my notes because... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the dog you forgot about? The dog I had temporarily forgotten about and then um, very much remembered. (laughs) So cute. Um, The lighter sketches, as opposed to like the more traditional anime style, is absolutely beautiful. The very simple piano music at the end. Ugh, it was gorgeous. So when we first were watching these episodes, we were like, oh, fuck yeah, instrumental. It's going to be so easy picking out artists. And then episode two happened and we're like, oh, okay, there's lyrics. But the lyrics are really good. It's a really great well, it's song. It's not even just lyrics because in episode one, it's just piano. But then yeah. like episode two, you get the actual outro and it's like a full song and you're like, shit. Right. Like I literally was like, shit. That means I actually have to think of something. <laughs> Not that we don't think of like uh, for instrumental, but it is a little bit easier going through like pianist music. Yeah, it's uh, a much gentler, (laughs) you know. I I loved the galaxy being reflected in the dog's eyes. It's the night sky, but yeah, yeah. Which is the galaxy? Which is, I mean, everything's the the galaxy, I guess. Milky Way. It's technically everything's the galaxy. It's always reflected in your eyes. But again, yeah, it's just so cute. It's very simple, right? The cute little Pomeranian chasing the blue butterfly until he comes across the beautiful blue night sky. Right. He's like the the vastness of the world, but then he's still just a cute little tumbling around doggo. Um, yeah, you know, he knows nothing, just stars know. and butterflies. Yeah, he's like tumbling just around vibes. at the very end, and it's and then he sneezes <laughs> at the very end, and it's super cute. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't love this cute little dog, man? What a cute little dog. I what know. A cute little pup. But yeah, so great. with that, why don't we move on to our segment? What modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? So, Lauren, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Kizuato? This was a really hard one to match for me. I don't think I did super well, but I did end up picking There for Tomorrow, their song A Little Faster. I think it's pretty good, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is a great, like, um, approximation. I think the vibes are there. Very solid. Thank you. Um, Very good job. Yeah. Wow. So, so like, I definitely think there's a better song out there. And I think I was a little frustrated that I couldn't find it. I found like really great vocal matches, but the vibe of like the instrumentation just was too like different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So, don't judge me too hard. I did go with Hawthorne Heights 
specifically their song Saying Sorry. Yeah, I think that's pretty good too. I I, yeah. I think it captures like the energy. The energy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank no, you. I'm not judging you harshly at all. I think this is a great option. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely like <laughs> not as good as There for Tomorrow, but I think it still has like definitely the pieces you want. Oh, mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, I think the vocals are a, a decent match as well. Yeah, and it's you yeah, know, it's it's a holistically good piece. Now let's talk uh, about mine. Thank though. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, okay. you, you know, have you ever seen someone be really bad at puzzles? Yes. Uh, me. And they're so bad that they're like forcing like the puzzles into like the wrong spot. And you're like, how did you make yes, that me. fit there? Um, but somehow it still like kind of looks like the image that it was supposed to look like, but like very wrong. I think that's, that's what your, I that's went with choice? here. I think I have all the right pieces. I just, it's not the right order. But it's just not the assembled pieces correctly. are all there. So like, think about it. It's wrong, but it's also right. Um, I went with The Future Freaks <laughs> Me Out by Motion City Soundtrack. Yeah, I see what you mean. This is kind of the difficulty I had with mine. I really liked my other choice, but it sounded a little too, like, positive. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This one is brighter. Yeah. Like, yeah. the inflection goes up instead of, like, down yeah, in, like, but I what think, you like, need. The instrumentation, the vocals, even some of the vibe are similar enough. Oh, yeah. But they're just no, in 100%. the wrong order and the wrong vibe. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I think this is a I think this is a great band to go with. Yeah. I think so too. I think that you did better than you than you thought. That you're giving yourself <laughs> given hey, I'm yourself given, credit given myself plenty given. of credit, just in the wrong it's order. It's given a good approximation. Well uh-huh. all that said, let's move on to our ED. Lauren, who'd you pick for Maratsuke? This is a very, very bad choice. I just <laughs> want to make that clear. Um, I heard a vocalist in my head when I heard this song and I was like, well, fuck. And um, that's who I ended up going just with. Just couldn't get away from it. <laughs> yes. So especially the first half of the song, I think Michael Jackson, Heal the World. And I know that it is love and was brighter than tomorrow. Yeah, I I, see, I, it. I, I yeah. see it for sure. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I I'll mean it's not, it. it's not it's not like, you it's know, revolutionarily good. good. Uh, but I see but what I you're totally going for. I totally see what you're going for. And again, I I would have never landed on Michael myself, but now that you've said it, I was like, "Oh, I hear how you got Michael from this." Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It makes sense. I I hear it. Yeah. yeah. Skylar, Thank what about you? you? Yeah, vocally, again, I think very good choice. Vocally is a great choice. Thank um, you. So it's so weird because when I first heard this song, the way like the lyrics uh, or like the way it's uh, like laid out, it definitely sounds like somewhere out there from the Thumbelina movie. Somewhere that's uh, that's it this is like the second time Florida saying the wrong song that's for that's five five goes I was gonna say that's five yeah. yeah yeah I might be using the wrong song title but it's the song she sings in well, what did you uh, go with? 
Um, I went with, okay, I'm just not that confident in it. Mine is a little too upbeat, I think, but I think the voice approximation is pretty good. I went with the downtown fiction. Do you want to hear something sad? I've never seen Thumbelina. Oh, Lauren, watch it. I'm, I'm so excited. You get to experience that for the first time. Uh, the song is a wonderful surprise. Yeah, no, I think this is pretty good, right? I think the vibe mm-hmm. is a lot closer. Yes, absolutely. And agree. even the, uh, the the vocals are definitely a little bit more like techno, like not techno but like that like electronic alternative. Al City of this kind era. of. Yeah, very yes. Al City, very Fireflies. Uh, obviously, it's, it's a downtown fiction, but still. Um, but, you know, Vibe Boy is very good. Thank Agreed. you. Yeah, no, I like this choice a lot. So, Thank you know you. those trailer, those things they do on YouTube where they're like, this comedy re-edited as a horror movie. Or and a you're like, drama. that's so yeah. wild because it's all the exact same clips, but you just change it around just a little bit and it's so different. Oh um, my god, Beach. And that's my song choice. <laughs> because this song <laughs> is very sweet. Um, and yeah. my song is not sweet. But I think vocally, instrumentally, even like everything, I think it's so similar, but like the vibe is very different. Um, but vibe. it fits the anime very well. I ended up going with Paranoid Android by Radiohead. I think this is a really good choice. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, I like the vocals. And even though, like you said, the vibes are different, I can see it. Very different, yeah. Yeah, but I can still see it playing over a Pomeranian. Yeah, and again, this is like the, like, re-edit where they're like, it's given, but as a horror movie, you know, it's everything. And it's, it's Beethoven, but in a minor key instead Monotsuke. of major. Exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah. This is minor key Monotsuke. There you go. Yeah, very good choices all around, though. Uh, and I think that's where we are going to end our music segment. Uh, so that means it is time for us to take a quick break. It is time for us to take a quick break, watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lord's closing thoughts on Givens. We're going to do that, and we'll be right back, so stay tuned. <laughs> All right, we're back. We learned some additional clips, some additional context, some additional music moments, love moments, gay moments, BO moments. Those are the same thing, but I love gay love moments. Uh, Lauren, tell me, after everything you saw, obviously this show evolves a lot, right? It's a lot about Sato kind of coming into his own. You see a lot of the trauma that led him to have the kind of emotional responses that he had, uh, as well as those that are going to stick around because, again, he's kind of just autistic. Uh, And some (laughs) of the romances flourish, uh, blossom, music evolve, and in general, this story is ever-changing. And maybe that's what you want, or maybe you wish it would stay exactly where it was in episode one and two. We won't know until we ask you the question, Lauren, what do you keep watching, given? I really was drawn to the characters from the beginning and like the mystery of the characters and finding out who they were, where they came from, all of that kind of stuff. And I also got to dive into the world of music more. I've never been in a band and clearly never got to butcher the recorder in school. So this was a newer experience for me. Um, And I really, I loved everybody, but I think Ueno Yama is my favorite overall. I, I love yeah. Unayama. I'm a Sato I boy. 
I'm an Akihiko girl. We're all different. We all, we're all different, but you know, it's because they're all so amazing. I love them all. I was like, sorry, uh, but Haruki. I, <laughs> but yeah, no, amazing characters. Uh, amazing characters. And as great as they all are independently, they're even better together. And I am already a fan of their music. So yes, I will continue to watch Given. It's given. Amazing. You absolutely love to see it. I guess it was a given from the very beginning. <laughs> but obviously, we love this cute little music BL. But what after, what anyone else? Would you recommend given to someone looking to start their anime journey? I would. I would. Yeah, yeah me too. Again, as we've talked, as we've talked about with uh, previous BLs we've recommended in the past, you know, some people. I mean, I guess you know, aren't super into seeing gay romances. Um, as so, I mean, maybe be somewhat cognizant of that. But I mean, most people are pretty okay with it. And again, if you have any homophobic friends, stopping friends with them is my main advice. Not, but you don't have to be homophobic to not necessarily want to see a gay romance, right? But that's such a minimal uh, case study that I don't really consider this a uh, viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, same. I think that this the story's told really exceptionally well. And people love a good music story, right? Like yeah. they love seeing like the rise of a band. And, you know, I think this captures that the romance, the representation. You know, we just love to see it. Yes, no, I completely agree. <laughs> Any, I have so many friends also that love to cry. So this is like a great wreck. Yeah, no, I, I think that as as sad as this is, and as sad as it's probably also going to become, uh, it's worth it in the end. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, it is great. So that is a Kawaii Desu thumbs up for us. So we have a Kawaii success, a Kawaii Desu thumbs up. It means there's only one question left to ask. It's time for, is there an envy for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Given. I do want to point out, I picked this song and artist right after watching the episodes. (laughs) So before we had our discussion, um, (laughs) I ended up picking the reason by who was staying. Hell yeah. (laughs) All right, Lauren, there are at least two AMVs for the reason by who was staying, which (laughs) is great considering that is the name of an episode. It's an episode title. (laughs) Uh, For Given. So that is two, I mean, three points in the book for you. Super congratulations. Um, Especially considering, you know, you made a connection that you wouldn't even know existed for quite some time. Uh, another accident on my part. Yes. Uh, we love a good uh, accident. Um, I was one. That's why. Oh, well, there you go. See, we love accidents. Um, but uh, perhaps you will accidentally end up with some more points. Because, Lauren, it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. Do you think that for the anime given, there'll be an AMV to Evanescence bring me to life? Mm. All right, Lauren, use that Evanescence. Oh God. Um. Um. No. Really? With the uh, death? Yeah. I was about to say there is a lot of very painfully and beautifully sad moments in this anime. So 
I'm surprised you went with a no, but ultimately your Evanescence did not lead you astray because there are no AMVs for given to Evanescence bring you to life. <laughs> Good job! So that is four points in the book. So I do <laughs> wish it was only three because I do think it would make a great Evanescence bring me to life AMV. So get on that AMV makers. Uh, but in any case, that is a kawaii success in the book. A kawaii desu thumbs up and four points on lock and another successful journey through an anime. Woo! We did it! Look at us! Lauren, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm glad you had a good time. But more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time. I hope they had a good time, a fun time. A uh, Autistic people do have higher rates of having LGBTQIA plus identities and feelings than the general population time. A ghost of you time. And a feel guilty for not helping someone, and so you begrudgingly decide to help them with something. <laughs> But until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And yeah, no, that's a true fact. Autistic people are way more likely to be queer. Woo! Good for them. I was yeah, say, we just get it. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. Bye.